Hello, welcome to another episode of Censored News. This is your host, Trey, and we have Joe coming up right here in just a second. If you're new, this is going to be a treat for you. If you have been listening to us, you know how we start every episode. We start every episode with the vision of Censored News, which is to educate, equip, and mobilize we, the people. We are on a mission here at Censored News, and that mission is to get the truth, the unfiltered truth to anybody and everybody who will listen and do our part in saving America. So you know how we start every first segment. The first segment of every episode is Rapid News with Joe. Joe spends every single week slaving himself, sifting through the mainstream media, the absolute garbage nobody wants to listen to, nobody wants to read, nobody wants to know because he wants to know what is being censored. So with Joe, here he is with Rapid hey. News. Take it away, Joe. Hey, here we go. Thanks for the intro. So welcome, everyone, to the evening. And um, starting off this evening on Rapid News is with Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio, he visited East Palestine, Ohio, where he discovered what appeared to be chemicals in the water of a creek following the toxic train derailment in the town earlier this month. As well, the Republican Ohio Governor Mike Devine revealed Thursday that the Biden administration's Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, is still refusing to offer assistance for Ohio after this train derailment. 38 train cars of the 151 were derailed. The Chinese foreign minister on Wednesday threatened to impose countermeasures against the United States for shooting down the Chinese spy balloon that flew across the continental U.S. earlier this month. Meanwhile, in the state of Kentucky, the law banning abortion almost entirely will be allowed to continue after the state's Supreme Court refused to stop it. Thursday's decision, which saw the Bluegrass State's High Court consider a near total ban on abortion, as well as separate six-week ban, will send the cases back to lower courts for consideration. John Fetterman, the, senator, the newly elected senator of Pennsylvania, just days after being hospitalized for feeling lightheaded, has checked himself into the hospital again to receive treatment for clinical depression. The good news on that is that if John Fetterman is unable to hold the seat of senator, they will re-elect a new senator in 2024. Inflation. Joe Biden has falsely claimed that food prices are coming down after Tuesday's inflation report clearly revealed that prices at grocery store actually increased in the month of January. A New York federal judge issued an injunction blocking enforcement of New York's hateful conduct law seeking to regulate hate speech on social media platforms, ruling that the law is a violation of the First Amendment, which prevents the U.S. government from regulating the speech of its citizens. And wrapping up this segment, thanks to the 45th president, Donald Trump, is now making history as the first president to make a White House office dedicated to fighting sex trafficking, an incredible impact was made and continues to be made in the fight against human traffickers. 368 people were arrested and 131 victims were saved on February 1st through Operation Reclaim and Rebuild 
in California. Coming up next, after this break, Trey will be digging into what is going on in the mainstream that is being censored from you. Coming up next. Hello. Welcome back. Thanks, Joe. Uh, Let's get into it. Before I get into it, though, I would like to make one little note of John Fetterman. They knew his health was on the decline. They knew he had a stroke. They knew he was not fit to serve health-wise in office, and they knew he had depression. They knew that. They still put him up. They still rigged it. They still put it in. Why did they did that? And just like Joe noted, yeah, he gets out, but and we get to vote in 2024. But what does that mean until then? That means the Democrat governor gets to play somebody else. So what are they going to do? They're going to put in a radical, hardcore leftist who would never have won the election and appoint him in there. And that's exactly that. In my opinion, that's probably what the plan was the entire time uh, because they knew that some radical would never win, but they knew they could rig it just enough for the Biden 2.0 Fetterman, right? And, and again, he knew he had depression. He knew he had a stroke. He, his doctor probably told him, hey, you're not healthy. They did it anyway. But okay, let's move on to uh, this segment. So some exciting news, like we talked about last time, the first loser has entered 2024, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is going to lose. She knows she's going to lose, but uh, that doesn't mean it won't be fun to watch. Uh, Dead on Arrival (laughs) doesn't even begin to describe her campaign. As we all know, polls are famously useless, but even the margin of error that has kept an entire industry of fake news Democrat hacks employed CNN and MSNBC. We're talking to you guys uh, since their total miss on Trump uh, could not resurrect Nikki Haley's electoral prospects. Uh, so there was a poll morning consul, uh, morning consult released. Uh, Haley logged in just 2% of support from the Republican primary voters to uh, even Liz Cheney performed better than that, even though it was only by a point. Uh, because the man himself, our man Donald Trump, is in the race, and because Haley has a unique background to reckon with, the 2024 primary will be a far better indication than the midterm congressional fights of how the old guard will conduct itself in a party remade by Trump. Right? And that's what we're watching. We're watching the re, the guard, the old guard. We're watching them, right? The swamp, the deep state, the uniparty. Uh, Haley's habit of waffling has hardly abated since leaving her ambassadorship almost half a decade ago. One day Trump would be a friend. Uh, the next she'd clarify that a friend is a loose term. We all remember that. One day the Capitol riot would not be a would be a minor error in judgment. The next it would be an inexcusable tragedy. One day Trump's second impeachment would be a baseless Democrat witch hunt. And the next we learned she believed its central claims when it was still just a glit in Adam Schiff's buggy eye. Uh, Most plainly, one day she said she wouldn't run in 24 if Trump did. And the next day she mounted a campaign for the White House. Classic flip-flop, flip-flop, rhino, uniparty, right? Uh... The man, the myth, the legend, our real president, Donald Trump, released a scathing press release titled The Real Nikki Haley. Um, 
Let's just see what it is. It explores a few of Haley's uh, most controversial statements, including a time she said Hillary Clinton was the reason she was running for office. That was in 2012 uh, during a New York Times interview. We all remember that, right? Hillary Clinton was her was her inspiration for running. Wow. That says more than anything else, I would say. Uh, Trump in this press release also condemned her stance on the Ukraine-Russia war. Instead of finding a peaceful solution to the Ukraine-Russian war, Haley has supported sending more American fighter planes to fuel the world. She wants us to go into World War III. Who does that sound like? Biden, McConnell, right? The new McCains. Um the statement adds that Haley did acknowledge in a Meet the Press interview that the conflict never would have happened under the Trump administration, which we all know. Uh, Trump also slammed Haley for being weak on immigration and opposing a border wall. Sidebar here. Let's take a guess. Who voted three times against the wall? That would be Ron DeSantis. Okay, moving on. Just thought I'd throw that out there for you guys. Uh, so this was a statement. The statement reads, she... Haley has been critical of ending birthright citizenship and building a wall along the Mexican border. Haley, in her own words, legal immigrants are more patriotic than most Americans these days. That was back just a few months ago, August of 2022. Remember, she was against the wall in 2015. She was against the wall in 2016. She was against uh, blocking DACA. She was for DACA. She was for mass amnesty. She still is for mass amnesty. Sorry, not going not gonna to fly with us. Uh, Haley defended Barack Obama when President Trump criticized the former president on weak immigration policies that put Americans at risk. That was back in 2016 when she defended good old Barry. Um, Haley's deputy at the United Nations is a never-Trumper and helped Mark Zuckerberg create his open borders lobbying group right? Weak on immigration because it's not. And remember when Trump came in, our border was depleted. There was no wall. There was some shabby, shabby fencing that was down, right? And that was a result of Bush, Obama, McCain, McConnell, right? All the never Trumpers, all the warmongers, all the people that hate this country, right? They claim to be tough on immigration, yet they were letting people straight through. And Trump came and exposed that, right? She's part of that group. Don't forget it. Uh, Haley has a more expansive and uh, bellicose view than Trump does of America's role in the world, right? She sees as central to America's role the quote-unquote advocacy of freedom and human dignity abroad. She warns against retreating from the wor world. In other words, waste more money policing people who hate us. That's not very American first of you, Haley, at all. Not not very American first whatsoever. She wants to send our, send our, our sons and daughters overseas to fight wars that we have no business being in. She wants to send our sons and daughters overseas to police people who hate us, right? Not American first whatsoever. She wants to leave the border open. She wants to allow anybody and anybody to come in. She wants mass amnesty for all the people that are here illegally. Again, illegally. You, in this country, you do something illegal. As a citizen, you get thrown in prison. So why do we allow people here illegally who are breaking our laws? That is illegal. It's not, it's not 
they're not looking for asylum. They're not looking for this. They're not looking for that. They have entered the country illegally. There are legal ways to enter our country, and they are not doing it. So why do we allow these people in here, and why does she want mass amnesty for these people? It makes no sense. It does make sense. It doesn't make sense for somebody who would say, for someone who claims to be a conservative. It makes perfect sense when you realize she's not a conservative. Neither are these other rhinos, but they're just that rhinos, Republicans in name only. And their only goal is to, their only mission is to succumb to the leftist uniparty and the billionaire oligarchs who truly run this country, the shadow government and the swamp right so it makes sense in that sense when you realize this lady's not a conservative her her mission is to systematically destroy this country and we use that a lot against biden and now it's time it's primary season you know we're going to see all the rhinos come out so now it's time to remind people that nikki haley is the very thing trump exposed and fought in 2016 so moving on on that note, uh, on another note, but kind of that same note, the three other possible Trump challengers, Mike Pence, Mike Pompeo, and Joe Bolton, are also much more hawkish and adventurous than Trump. Trump's harshest critics within the GOP are also the most hawkish. Former Rep. Adam Kinzinger tried to start a war between the United States and Russia. Former Rep. Liz Cheney, who, by the way, lost in the biggest error, in the biggest margin ever in history liz cheney lost she's arg arguably the most neo-conservative recent member of congress trump was different he was notable as the only president in the life of most living americans not to involve the u.s in a new war and the u.s was better for it these people said trump would start war war three he didn't he ended wars the abraham's accord right afghanistan right? ISIS, right? Think about the generals he took out, right? Trump ended wars, never started any. He was a war ender, and this is why they hate him, because the money is in war. If there's no wars, there's no money. Don't you see that? As soon as Biden got into office, another war popped up within months. It was literally one month, and another war popped up. Absolutely crazy. Wars, wars, wars. This is how they funnel money. Look at Ukraine. They're funneling money. This is why they hate Trump so much, right? Trump is the lone top-tier Republican to have broken with Biden on the Ukraine war. Nobody else. Nobody else is saying anything like this. Trump is the only one who's saying this. Trump vowed to resolve this diplomatically. Trump warned that Biden is risking nuclear war with Russia. His foreign policy philosophy basically is, is if you mess with us, you blow up. We're not the world's policemen, and we're not global angels of democracy, right? Remember what, what Trump said to Iran? He said he was on there, and I'm not going to say the word, but I'll say this. But remember, he said it will. Maybe one day we will pull up. I'll look up the audio, and we'll pull it up and play it next episode because this is the most epic thing Trump has ever said. He was on Rush Limbaugh talking about Iran. He said, I called you. He said, I called him up. We were talking. He says, you F around. You're going to find out, right? That's what he said. And then this is basically we'll pull it up and we'll, we'll find it and play it because it was the most epic thing he said. He says, we want peace, but if you come and F around, you're going to find out that we, that we protect our borders, that we protect our people. And that's who we need in office. We need somebody who says, 
You come, you F around, you're going to find out. We don't want war. We want peace. But you mess around. You mess with us. You try and bully us. You're going to find out real quick how, why we have the most, why we, why people say we have the most powerful military in the world, right? So if the 2024 Republican debate stage is a bunch of old guard Republicans calling for the U.S. to quote unquote spread democracy throughout the world at gunpoint, then Trump will have an easy time not just retaking but maintaining control of the party, right? And that's what it's about. It's about war. It's about neocons. It's about the old guard versus we the people. It's about the uniparty versus we the people. Me and Joe were just talking about this. They are going to put as many people, they're going to stuff as many people into the primary to chip away at Trump because they know nobody can beat Trump, but they know if they can get 20, 30 people on there and maybe chip away enough points, then maybe just maybe, right? Good old rhino Ron DeSantis, who... Right now, doesn't look like a rhino, but we know he is a rhino. His true colors will start to show, just like Nikki Haley's, just like Mike Pence, just like Mike Pompeo, right? Just like all these people, right? Mitch McConnell, all these people, their true colors finally start showing. By the way, if if DeSantis runs, it is all but confirmation that he is a rhino. And by the way, George Soros came out today and supported Ron DeSantis, right? George Soros said Ron DeSantis is going to win the primary, right? He said the people want someone like him to run. And you know what? They do want Ron DeSantis to run. Why? Because Ron DeSantis can't beat Biden, right? So they want him to win, which, by the way, he won't win. So they're going to stuff the primary. Trump's still going to win, but they're, they're going to attempt, and they're going to stuff the primary. It's time for us to be smarter than that, right? We know the playbook. Go out, support Trump. So we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, uh, Joe is hitting us up with a little bit more news, and then we're going to go into a little conversation here uh, about Mitch, old Mitch McConnell and some other things. So uh, see you in just a second, right after this break. Hey, welcome back, everyone. So this is an interesting one. I just want to read this article here, and um, and we're just going to chat about it. So Biden has been criticized recently over the new IRS plan to target service industry tips. Okay, the IRS issued new guidance this week for a voluntary tip reporting program for service industry employers. The plan allows for the monitoring of employer come compliance based on actual annual tip revenue. The charge tip data from employer's point of sale system and allowance for adjustments in tipping practices from year to year. The IRS, now this is the key, the IRS incentivizes employers to allow this monitoring by saying employers receive employers receive protection from liability and that it makes them less likely to receive a compliance review from the IRS. So this is huge. Now, coming from the IRS, so we already got these 87,000 IRS agents that are coming, and we don't need more IRS agents, okay? So they have to find tedious little things for them to do to justify um, 
them being hired. One of the things is, okay, we're going to go after these guys with tips, but we're actually going to incentivize their employers to monitor their tips. What does it do? All of a sudden, it's turning the employer on the employee, okay? This goes to the same thing as uh, CRT, critical race theory, in that it turns race against race. Here, here's the whole thing. If you can turn the people on the people, you can sit back in the stands and watch it all decimate itself. And you don't have to do a thing. Like the, the thinking of it is brilliant, but it's so devastating because here's the thing. A tip is a tip for a good service, okay? You did well. Here's your tip. No one needs to be monitoring that for you doing a good service. That's recognized in the moment of you getting that tip, okay? And that's between you and the and the person that you're serving. But tell me your thoughts, Trey, because this, and we're going to see more of this coming out and how can we turn the people against the people? Yep. No, spot on. Uh, who remembers Biden said that Trump was for billionaires? Who remembers that Biden said, we're not going to raise your taxes one penny? Turns out to be a lie. Remember when Biden said that uh, these 87,000 IRS agents are going after billionaires? FYI, there's not 87,000 billionaires in the U.S., right? FYI, I'm not even sure if there's 87,000 millionaires in the U.S. Uh, there, there probably is. Maybe close to 100,000 or a little bit more. It's not as many as you'd think. I remember reading something about it. We'll get the, we'll get the facts on here. Pull it up, Joe. Pull it up. <laughs> but that's the thing everything that they say everything they do they do the opposite right it always was about the weapons and he's weaponizing every single part of the government you're seeing that in the fbi you're seeing that in the cia you're seeing that in the department they're they're weaponizing the department of education right go look in california the uh, department of education is now weaponized teachers can report parents teachers can help get children taken away from their parents because they don't want to transition them the irs is being weaponized against we the people now it never was about going after millionaires it wasn't if it was they would have never repealed trump's tax cuts because the science is in the data is in the trump tax cuts benefited the middle class in a way that the middle class has not benefited in over 50 years. That's the data. That's not us just getting up here and fangirling over Trump. No, that is the data. That is the science of what the tra uh, Trump cuts actually did. And Biden repealed those. He executive ordered them away. Now he's going a step further. And he knew, you knew, he knew that 87,000 IRS agents were not going after millionaires. They were not going after corporations. It was all a ruse. Why do you think two years ago they announced that you were going to have to start? uh your venmo any transaction anytime within a year as soon as you hit over 600 bucks in venmo you have to report it right first it was that right joe now it's now it's server servers servers make 213 an hour they live off their tips right mm -hmm. and now they're being taxes are being raised right now now they're being forced to claim all this stuff and they're going to be taxed at a higher level. They are pushing you into poverty, inflation, 
IRS, all this stuff, they are destroying the middle class. They are trying to get, and that's what socialism does. That's what communism does. Look at Venezuela, right? What happened with Venezuela? This exact same thing happened. Now look at that crap hole, right? Yep. No, communism exactly. doesn't work. No, no, it doesn't. But it it does it does give them power and control, which is what they want. But yeah. here you go. As promised, here is the findings. So in the U.S. in all states, there are twenty one million nine hundred and fifty one millionaires. I was and way off. I was way off. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Way we're way we're off. a wealthy. We're a wealthy yeah. country. Now in the U.S. We have 975 billionaires there we go, with yeah. a net worth totaling just shy of four and a half trillion dollars. But here's the here's the big idea is what you just said, Trey, is that the the beauty of America is this. One, we still have people willing to die getting across the border to get into the US. There's still something so precious about the mm -hmm. freedom in America that people are willing to risk their lives coming across the Mexican, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the Rio Grande River mm -hmm. to get into America. So that is something we still have, the freedom in America that people want, okay? Yeah. Which the is why it's always a little sad when you had to toss them back over. Which is always a little bit sad. <laughs> so America still has that going for them. The second thing that the US uh, has going for them that totally smashes back or pushes back against communism is that the overwhelming percentage of America is the middle class. Yep. Okay. Or we have three classes in a communistic world. You have two classes. You have, you have the rich and you have the poor. Okay. But in mm -hmm. the U S we have three beautiful classes and it's like, I would have to get the stat, but an overwhelming amount is the middle class, okay? Mm -hmm. And those are your truck drivers that have one truck, okay? That's mom and pa that have a bakery, okay? That's the that's the local neighbor down the road that has a tree cutting service, okay? Yeah. These are the overwhelming businesses of the US, and they have to get rid of that. And so part of that is turning race on race as well. We're going to see more and more, and it's already out there is turning um oh help me with the word tray but is not turning race against race but is turning your wealth status against mm -hmm. each other okay so turning the rich against the middle class turning the middle class against the rich and vice versa with the poor so that you can separate them you have to get a bigger gap yeah. between the two to decimate them, you know? And this is, I just pulled up the stats of the middle class. 1971, 61% of Americans were middle class, considered middle class, which is, yeah, middle class. 2022, 50% of Americans were middle class. So they're chipping away at it. Well, it's interesting to see, are we pushing more into the poor class? It's pushing down. It's pushing down. Yeah, it's pushing. So this is so this is it. So lower. So 1971, 25% were lower income, 61% were middle income, 14% were upper middle, or I mean were upper income. 2022, 29%, so up 4% were lower income, 50% were middle income, and then it did upper income did jump a bit, 21. But 
So it is seeing, it's, a, so we are seeing it a little bit. So we're, yeah, and but we it's are growing coming, on yeah, both ends. It's grown on both ends, but we are seeing probably coming post uh, Trump's air is seeing, is seeing the drive in people here. Here's the thing too, that you have to realize is that when you have a president that comes in and cast a vision like Donald mm-hmm. Trump and he believes in the people he wants to he wants to truly see the people succeed and give them everything possible to succeed the people will succeed yes okay and they and 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 just part of that in moving gas prices down and stuff like that people are thinking more logical they're going hey i want to travel the country the economy is booming but you got to think in these things too is that when someone travels the country, all of a sudden it dawns in their mind a week later, they go, they say to their spouse, wow, honey, you know, why, why am I stuck in this, in this annoying job that I've been in that I hate when we just traveled the country and, and it's beautiful. And so when they get back home, they quit their job and they start their long-term business that they've always wanted to do or whatever it is, you know, like things just change. When you have a leader that believes in the people, cast vision for the people, and drives those daggum fuel prices down. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Nobody okay. can go anywhere now. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to go anywhere now. It's uh, it's work from home or yeah. – uh, or <laughs> Yeah. Okay, coming up next there, I want to hit on this one. So on the Ukraine war, okay, Senator Mitch McConnell said on Thursday that the United States – Helping Ukraine defeat Russia is the single most important event going on in the world right now. Now, I'm just going to say this. You are 100% wrong, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking in just practical terms here, okay? You first protect your home and then you go out to protect someone else's home, okay? What do they tell you in the airplane? First, put your mask on and then help someone else put their mask on, okay? You have to protect your country. You have to make your home strong and then you can help someone else. Yeah. So I just want to, Trey's got a clip here. Yeah. And, and listen to this because if you think Mitch McConnell is for you, and, and I'm talking to the Republican Party, mm-hmm. if you think Mitch McConnell is for you and he's a sold out Republican, He is not. Everything is coming out that he is America last. Evil. This is Bannon going full honey badger on Mitch McConnell. Watch, Listen to this. He passed. Schweitzer works through the whole thing. That's where they get their money from. The old man runs the shipping company over there in Taiwan, and they have all the port stuff in mainland China, and you only do that when you're totally hardwired in, hardwired in to the CCP. They're taking their cut. It's obscene. It's an obscenity. And he sits there doing it. The most important thing in the world is the freedom. The freedom. You're an evil, 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 evil man, sir. You're an evil man. And I say that's even without being a fan of President Trump. You're just pure evil. You just reek. You just reek. That evil just comes out of every pore of your freaking body. I love Steve Bannon. But that's he's spot on. Him. Uh, Mitch McConnell, him and Coco Chow, right? Evil. 
the things they are doing benefiting and let's all remind people what's going on in the ccp the china there's over two they have two million slaves so the democrats can get up and call us racist call us white supremacists says america is a racist country fyi america was the very first country to outlaw slavery right fyi china who the Democrats are in bed with, who the rhinos are in bed with, who Mitch McConnell is in bed with, have slaves. They have 2 million slaves over there. To this day, slaves. Look what they were doing with COVID. They were, If you were out, they would round you up and beat the living crap out of you, throw you in concentration camps over there. Go watch those videos of the CCP just storming people's houses and beating the living crap out of them. And that's who... Mitch McConnell's in bed with. He has businesses over there, just like he said, the shipping docks, this and that. Several things he's got. His wife, Coco Chow, they have been deep, deep, deep in the CCP for 30, 40 years now. Why do you think he's worth almost $100 million? Right? He's a public servant. Public servants should not be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. If, you, if your only job your entire life is, was a public servant, how... Pardon my French, Joe. How the hell do you make a hundred million dollars? How are you worth that much? Right? Yeah. No. There, there, there's no explanation to it other than there's money laundering and there's things going on. Yeah. Because when you report on your statements, um, even Elon Musk was just saying, I believe it was last year, um, he was being lit up by that. Um, who's the Senate? Lindsey Graham? Uh, not Lindsey Graham. Um, I mean, all that, of them. Senator yeah. Warren. Elizabeth Warren. That yeah. was one. And yeah. she's just saying how you don't pay your, pay your fair share in taxes. And you were saying, hey, I'm actually paying the most ever in, in I believe it was American, the American history in taxes. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, it's just this whole. By, like, this, by times like five or something. It was it was just nuts, was, yeah. know, but it reflects through his companies. And so when you see someone like Mitch McConnell, okay, they're reporting what what is ever a senator senator gets paid say two hundred fifty thousand a year, you know, and then no, all of a sudden like hundred, it's it's only like a hundred hundred and thirty hundred hundred thirty, yeah, yeah. And then their net worth is popping up, you know, at seventy million, fifty million, all these different um, levels. You just have to question, yep. okay, okay, what's happening here? Something is wrong. But you also got to realize, too, is this. Um, Nancy Pelosi is at the end of her stride, okay? She's at her. She's at the end of her stride in her political career, okay? Mitch McConnell is at the end of his stride in his political career, you know? These people are getting near the end, and then they're going to move into retirement and do little interviews here and there, okay? So they're cramming in these last years to get the most amount of money they can because once they're out I can only imagine it's probably I don't know if it would you think it'd be harder for them to hide the money or easier for them to hide the money once they're out mm, who knows probably the same I mean probably yeah. the same because it's it's all these deals they've brokered it's these people they're dealing with you know because if they get exposed then all the people behind the curtain get exposed you know so yeah, so keeping uh, it all. Their retirement should be spent in a jail cell. Yeah, it, they need to have mass, mass um, impeachments on them, mm -hmm. and 
and and then just dig into the nitty gritty of what you know where, where's all this money coming from yeah. i mean they're and committing we, treason let's agree i agree with trump bring back public executions you know mm-hmm. send a warning shot literally yep no i think that's a i think that's a great idea but yeah. there just has to be because when you come out and say that to the american people as a public figure as mm-hmm. a politician as a mm-hmm. leader as the minority leader to say that to the american people that our number one problem our number one issue right now is ukraine mm-hmm. and meanwhile we're just dying we're, we're dying borders and- are open drugs coming in economy's crashing yeah. gas is skyrocketing no oil can keep can't keep food on the table chickens are dying eggs are dying chemicals explosions mm-hmm. and actually i, I want to read this trey yeah we just had another explosion in uh, mm-hmm. florida i don't know what it was a nursery um that caught fire and is burning but i just want to read this from the country music star john rich he just posted this and he said you ever wonder why so much fentanyl is coming across the border they're carrying enough to kill every American multiple times over, but they're still sending it. Why? What happens to all the fentanyl they don't apprehend? Question mark. What would happen if several pounds of it wound up in municipal water supply? I think something bigger is going on here than just selling mere drugs to users. Yep. And this is also something that uh, President Trump has addressed multiple times uh, is the fentanyl coming into the country. And I think this um, uh, doing the gun, uh, doing the kill shot um, for, um, oh, Trey, remind me what that's called. You just said it. But bringing back the death penalty for yeah. drugs and stuff like this. Firing squad, execution. Bringing back the firing squad. Mm-hmm. Yes, is all part of this. Is setting an example of, hey, televise this because it stops now. Yep. I can guarantee you if you shot one or two people and it was televised, it would stop. A lot of it would stop. Mm, you know? stop right there. Imagine if mm-hmm. you do 100, 200, 300. Yep. yep. Right. And uh, the, it, it would just change. It would change so much mm-hmm. because the people know there's actually a consequence. Yeah. Instead, you have, um, I believe it was Sam Bankman Freed was just let out. Mm-hmm. Or he's going for more. He's going for more for more court. Mm-hmm. Someone was just let out without bail. Uh, it's slipping my mind who Ton it was. Of people. Look at New York, Chicago. The, all these drug dealers are getting let out. And I like that Trump doesn't say death penalty. He says fire squads, public execution. Because the death penalty is – I don't support it because it's total BS. You get put – you get sentenced to the death penalty. You get put on death row for 30, 40. Some people don't ever even make it. They die of old age before they actually get executed, right? It's all just a scam. The death penalty is all a scam. People actually don't. It's very a mass majority of people that get the death penalty actually are never executed. They die by natural causes. They die in prison. They kill themselves. They never actually make it there. Because it's just this prolonged thing where they appeal it, they appeal it, more BS appeals, blah, 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 and they never actually make it there. Firing squad, public executions, okay, cool, treason, done. You smuggle drugs into this country, that is treason. Sorry, done, no appeal, you get no appeal. You get no appeal option. You get, a like Trump said, quick trial. A quick trial, a trial Mm -hmm. doesn't... 
it's not going on. You round these people up by the hundreds and you do just like, again, bringing it back to movies, right? You, I like to, because they're always telling us stuff, but in the Batman, the dark Knight, the one with Christian Bale, the second one, did you ever see that movie with the Joker and know how they rounded up the whole squad, the whole, the whole gang. And they were able to convict all of them all in one, all in one, uh, one trial. It was like a week and they had what, two or 300, of the gang members and they were able, boom, convicted it all in one foul swoop, do it, round them up, convict two, 300 of them at the same time, boom, two, three days, trials over, you're convicted, treason, next two days later, line them up, boom, firing squad, put it on television, get it over with. That sends a message. Arresting them and putting them in a jail cell does not send a message, right? Letting them appeal it over and over again does not send a message. You committed treason, you get the firing squad into story, right? And does that mean I support death? Does that mean I support killing people? No, but I support the laws that are on the books. I support our constitution, right? Treason, the death penalty is the price for treason, right? And there is a reason, there is a reason why you get convicted of treason because the thing you are doing is so heinous, so disgusting, so anti-life, anti-human, Right. The thing treason is so disgusting, disgustingly horrible and foul. You mean harm to just people for absolutely no reason. Like you think murder is disgusting, right? Someone murders somebody and you can't imagine how they would do that. You can't, but imagine somebody who wants to do that, not just to that one person, not just to 20 people, but on a mass scale of millions. They want to see millions of people die simultaneously they want to be responsible for murdering millions of people at the same time that is it's just i don't even know how to explain it just on a, it, it, people hear treason and they and they throw it aside really look into what is treason what does it mean it's just it's been passed around so so many times now it kind of has lost its meaning but there's a reason the death penalty is assigned to treason Right. And these people are committing treason every single day. These rhinos are committing treasons. These Democrats are committing treasons. Joe Biden has committed treason several times over and over again against our country, against our constitution and against our people. All these politicians are directly responsible for millions and millions of deaths. Right. Whether it be through drug, whether it be through illegal wars our open borders. Right. Every single time an illegal immigrant comes into this country and rapes and murders somebody, there is a politician directly responsible for that. A politician who directly voted against immigration laws, voted against the wall, voted against deporting these people. There's a district attorney somewhere that, that did not want to do their job and deport this person. They are directly responsible, right? That's treason. That is treason. So... Uh, let's, uh, we're going to go to a quick break real, real quick. Uh, when we come back, we're going to go into the other amendments, um, in the constitution. We did the bill of rights last episode. We're going to do the, the next, uh, eight or nine here. So just a quick second and Joe's going to start us off. Hey, welcome back, everyone. As always, education is key. And in our last episode, 
we were doing the the start of the amendments, which was the first 10, the Bill of Rights, and then carrying on to that, we're going to carry on and go to the 27th today. So starting out on how amendments are made, it takes two steps to add an amendment to the Constitution. Step one is the proposal. An amendment can be proposed by either a two-thirds vote in Congress, including both the House of Representatives and the Senate, or a national convention made up of two-thirds of all the states. All our current amendments were proposed by Congress. Step two is ratification. Next, the amendment has to be ratified. It can be ratified by either three-fourths of the state legislature or by state conventions in three-fourths of the states. Only the 21st Amendment used the state's convention method. As of the list of the amendments, the 11th, February 7th, 1795, this amendment sets limits on when a state can be sued. In particular, it gave immunity to states from lawsuits from out-of-state citizens and foreigners not living within the state borders. Number 12, June 15, 1804, revised the presidential election procedure. Number 13, December 6, 1865, this amendment abolished slavery and involuntary servitude. 14, July 9, 1868, defined what it means to be a U.S. citizen. It prohibits states from reducing the privileges of citizens and ensures that each citizen the right to due process and the equal protection of the law. Number 15, on February 3rd, 1870, gave all men the right to vote regardless of race or color or whether they had been slaves. Number 16, on February 3rd, 1913, gave the federal government the power to collect income tax. I kind of wish they didn't do that one. Number 17 came on April 8th, 1913 as well, established that senators would be directly elected. Number 18th, January 16th, 1919, the prohibition of alcohol making alcoholic drinks illegal. It would later be repealed by the 21st Amendment. Number 19, on August 18th, 1920, the 19th Amendment gave women the right to vote. It also called women's suffrage. And I just want to say that giving women the right to vote came on 1920 following giving all men the right to vote in 1870. 50 years later, it allowed all people in the United States to vote. Trey, why don't you take the last seven? Yep. Uh, the 20th Amendment, January 23rd, 1933, gave details on the terms of office for Congress and the president. Uh, the 21st, December 5th, 1933, this amendment repealed the 18th <laughs> Amendment, which the 18th was the prohibition of alcohol. Uh, the 22nd, February 27th, 1951, limited the president to a maximum of two, two terms or 10 years. The 23rd Amendment, March 29, 1961, provided that Washington, D.C. be allowed representatives in the Electoral College. This way, the citizens of Washington, D.C. would have a vote for the president, even though they are not officially part of the state. Uh, the 24th, 
said that people don't have to pay a tax called a poll tax in order to vote. The 25th, this was 1967, this amendment defined the presidential succession if something should happen to the president. The first in line is the vice president, second in line, as we know, is Speaker of the House. The 26th, 1971, set the national voting age at 18. The 27th Amendment was actually in 1992. Wow, very recently. States that the congressional salary changes cannot take effect until the beginning of the next session of Congress. Great. So those are the additional amendments to the United States Constitution. Those are just outlines, like we said. What we want you to do is we want you to go, because like you said, it's very important that you know your Constitution. You know the ins and outs of the Constitution, right? Especially the 25th Amendment. People keep calling the 25th. We need to use the 25th on Biden, on Trump, blah, blah, blah. Go read into that a little bit more because it outlines not just the secession, but it also outlines how there is a way without impeachment that the President of the United States can be removed. Right, so go and look that up. Go look up these, read them in detail. Right, there's always great study guides on Google that helps explain it. If you're a little, get a little fuzzy on the wordage, right, the legalese of it, right. There's great studies. Go and watch. Go and watch these videos. Read on them. Study them. You need to know your constitution inside and out because when if you don't know it, you don't know when your rights are being violated. And I'm telling you right now. Our rights are being trampled on and they're being violated every single day by this illegal administration. Our rights and constitution has been trampled on for the last 30 or 40 years. That's why they hate Trump so much. That's why Trump gave, Trump gave the power back to the people. They hate him because he calls this stuff out, right? And again, we're not trying to push in this what the Trump love fest or fangirl, but I mean it, that says something. Right? That says something. There's a reason they hate him. And this is why. This is why we want you to be educated. This is why we want you to know your constitution, right? The ins and outs of it. So whenever they uh, uh, accuse us of this, accuse us of that, accuse Trump of this, accuse him of that, right? We know the constitution. We know in and out. We know BS when we see it, right? If you want to save America, you got to know your rights. So, like I said, Go up, study, know it. We're going to continue this. There's more stuff. We're getting on the ins and outs here. We're getting to the nitty-gritty. The next few weeks are going to be awesome with this education segment. So tune in. Like I said, every week, share it with your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your favorite Chick-fil-A drive through worker. Share this podcast with everybody. We appreciate you listening. Um, and until next week, I've been Trey. He's been Joe. And uh, we'll see you later.